0: Welcome to the Child Whisperer podcast. I'm your host Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book The Child Whisperer. I'm with my co-host Anne Tuttle Brown. As you've come to learn, as a child whispering parent in the four types, there are two types that are considered the lower movement and a more introverted energy, meaning the energy moves inward. And that is your type 2 child who has a more sensitive nature and a quality of moving inward to see how they feel about things. They feel their way through life. And then your type 4 child who is a more intellectual, more serious child that has an inward quality of going into an analytical intellectual process. But they're both a lower movement that they have a quality of just being satisfied with less just less movement going on in their lives, it doesn't mean they sit around or they're not busy or they're engaged in the activities. It just means there's there's a lesser degree of it, and they are what
1: we call the introverts. They're inward. yeah, their, movement, their inward. movement goes inward. They have a process of reflection connection mm-hmm. and so what's the difference when it comes to two and four that sometimes can get tricky you know your type your child's a lower movement mm-hmm. but is it the two or the four
0: so i would say the two words that stand out for me if i just were described the movement generally speaking as an overall quality type two movement has a softness to it and type four movement has more Of a structure or rigidity. It's just stiffer. It's not as soft. And you can even see this in their body
1: language. You know, (laughs) does your child have more of a rigid posture versus a melty, snuggly posture? And And body language and facial features will be so supportive when you're at that point of, I got to nail this, what's their dominance? So Mm -hmm. make sure you've watched or rewatched the facial feature videos that we have on the Child Mm Whisperer blog to... uh, Just really see those and be able to identify the differences. And then also you can see it a lot in how they speak when it comes to type 2 and type 4. Type 2 can have a mumble, a softer voice, um, sometimes a little bit of a whiny quality even. Mm -hmm. Type 4 uses precise language. Maybe they don't speak as much. Maybe they're more private with their words or they're very bold in their words. Mm -hmm. So language when it comes to this group, can be a
0: a sign as well. If you were to take their keywords, type two, sensitive, gentle, soft, subtle, can they get loud at times? Certainly. they can have upsets. They can be get outspoken at times because their needs are not being met. But overall, I, I consider a type 2 child as kind of a little bit like a squishy toy.
1: <laughs> They're just
0: huggable. They're just a softness. Of all
1: my, well, I, don't, I have three kids. Two are type 3s, one type 2. He was, he's still like my most melty. You yeah, know, he's, he's like, a as a baby, soul. he would There's just melt onto me. Him. My type 3 is never, my type, little type 3. He's not a snuggler. He's like, uh, put just put me in bed. Let's get this job done. Yeah,
0: he's laying down. I'm like, and you still, already put him like, to bed? Yep. Like, yeah, you just
1: go like, good night. I try. I'm like, you want me to hold you? And he's like, well, for like maybe a, a minute. But then he's like, well, just, we're yeah, doing bedtime, on. you know? I want to go to bed. Let's but to bed. that's that's I obviously, like that. <laughs> that's two versus three. But even when it comes to four, I you know, Jalia, she has two type fours. Her t- first type four was straight back. And Jenny's mm-hmm. son, type four, it was like rot in the back, baby, like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't. And then that type two is just like fall over, mm-hmm. melt mm-hmm. in your arms. So there's definitely a difference there. And you can think back to those when they were a baby. Did you notice You'll the You'll hear things there? like,
0: this is a perfect example. My type four grandson, who is the oldest grandchild, has, he's almost 13. His type three brother, who's just a couple years younger than him, would love to have a pet, like a dog. And he's very clear on, and very matter of fact on that. If you get a dog, I'm moving into an apartment because <laughs> I do not like hair. Maybe he'd I'm like, like an you apartment. Go. That's what you're looking for. He's like, that's a bold opinion. Being that's very defined. That's clear. It's like, okay, uh, and the fact that he doesn't want hair around. Mm-hmm. That's a preference to him. Not all, yeah. You know, they're the all-or-nothing child. That's where someone po- recently posted in the Child Whisper Facebook group. Why do I care more about my child's, you know, clothes being clean than they are and they're the type four? And we've talked about that a fair amount, especially in our lifestyle content. If it's not a value to them, they're in the nothing space with it, meaning that's not important. I'm not going to give my attention to that. But the things they value, they're very, very exact particular about it, particular and – and want a certain perfectionistic outcome. So their key words, serious, precise, structured, authoritative, rigid, very different than your soft, subtle, relaxed, gentle. But the fact you'll get confused by the slower movement quality, but they're very different qualities of movement. You know, we did...
1: A- a previous podcast on type three or type one energy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that group gets a little bit more confusing than the two and the four. Like yeah. It these to me are because real easy because it's cause. Yeah. The type four
0: child is very, very clear. They're very type four <laughs> typically.
1: <laughs> I think it's when they, you bring in a secondary. And so we, recently did a podcast on secondaries, so make sure you've listened to that. There's this great story from a parent from the Child Whisper Facebook group. I have two type 4 sons. I had a hard time deciding if the younger one was a type 2 or a type 4. He couldn't be a 4 because he wasn't exactly like his older brother, even though he was alike in so many ways. When I showed him videos and asked him, he told me he was a type 4. I doubted, but then I watched his posture and his straight back in poses for pictures, and it was a dead giveaway. I should have trusted him. But I'm seeing the difference in the secondary with a 4. Three and a four two. So yeah. she's got her older son's a four three, and this one that she thought
0: maybe was a two was a four two. My son has the type four trifecta. He's the dad, he's <laughs> a four three. He has a four one and a four two. He's got, a, and it's been fascinating to mm-hmm. kind of watch those variables between them all that those secondaries that you can learn more about in that podcast just kind of give it a little different flavor. They're all yeah. very type four. There's a common theme for all of them, but just a little bit variable for yeah. each of them. And
1: the 4-2 was more snugly than the 4-1. Oh, very much. And interesting, the other example that we have to share is about a 4-2. So maybe it's when you get to that the 2-4, the 4-2, yeah. that it becomes a little bit trickier. She says, my other daughter is a 4-2, and in the beginning I thought she was a 2 because she had so many feelings and loved soft things, but her face is very 4. So there you go. Again, facial features. Mm-hmm. I asked her what she thought, and she typed herself as a 4, so I went with it. Ha! Both times the, the child yeah. knew. So she was right on. In all honesty, it was my lack of understanding, this sweet daughter, that I even read the child whisper. She is exactly opposite of my 1-3 firstborn and unlike anyone in my family. So I needed a manual to relate. Now that I know her need for extreme privacy, I even asked her if I could post this. <laughs> That's
0: really cute. That's awesome. And understand
1: her better. Our relationship is so much more amazing. Yeah. Notice how in both of these stories they asked their children. I love that they brought them into it. And the children both knew. And I think yeah. especially as a type four, because yes. they're clued into this, they'll mm-hmm. take they'll take the time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And Say, I'm a type four and I know it. My and experience. as a parent trusting that, I, I, I love those stories. Yeah, how my they experience so much.
0: in meeting type four children, there's a lot of type four children out there that are so grateful their parents understand this about them because they really have this great need to be respected and understood and given that right to authority. In fact, one of my favorite experiences with a type four little boy, nine-year-old, he came to two of my book signings. And he was so enamored to meet me and he had his own business card (laughs) (laughs) and he wanted his picture with me and he was just thrilled that his parents knew this about him. And it was just so endearing to see this little boy who knew himself so well. And so in this case, your type four children and so many stories we've heard that they'll identify with the information and say, yes, that's me.
1: Your parenting practice for this week is if you are undecided about your children's type, take the time to talk to them about it and help them determine with you. Rewatch the facial profiling videos if or watch them for the first time if you haven't and really get clear. Set the intention that it will be shown to you so you can support your children in living their truth.
0: Thanks for listening. For more support, go to childwhisper.com where you can